Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is Justin Monorail. And I have two of my monorail family members joining me today. Let us begin by introducing the man across the table, and it is... Chicken Nugget. Chicken Nugget. Or Garrett Monorail. Here no, with us once I don't again. I who that is. That's you. And then, to my left, is... Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail. Who is drinking a Mountain Dew Ice. And uh, <laughs> under the table is UA. Yeah, UA's under the table with us. Well, welcome back for another week to the monorail. Today is October the 21st, and this is episode number 79. Big 79er. We're coming up on another milestone, 80 next week. And it happens to be that next week is a very special episode of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. I think we've teased it. We might as well keep the hype going. You're going to want to join us. Switch a deuce, No, it's not that. Not that hype. It's a different hype. Dang. Remember last year how we did a very special episode of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast for Halloween and we did a Haunted Mansion appreciation show? You remember this? Everybody? Yes, I'm seeing. Yep, you're all raising your hands. Good. I appreciate the yep. interactivity. Great. Uh, mm-hmm. Could you please engage with the podcast? Thank I, you. Um, I don't remember yeah. that, actually. Well, we did. This year we're going to do another special Halloween episode, but this edition will be focused on the Tower of Terror. Wow, I spooky. love the Tower of Terror. I don't. The ride like is cool until you lose your stomach. Um, but I still like it. I don't like. I get motion sickness really easily. But um, the Twilight Zone is my favorite. Do people get motion sickness from the up down movement? Uh, yes. Oh, we had to. We had to get her a stomach transplant because she lost hers. Yeah, I know. I remember that. Now she has a, a pig stomach. Ooh, ah, oh, bacon. <laughs> hmm. Does it taste like a honey baked ham? She mm. smells like bacon when she gets heated up in the Florida sun. Do we eat pig stomach? Yeah. Gross. Of course we do. What do you think goes into hot dogs? Uh. <laughs> if I smelled like bacon, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, okay. You could probably get bacon cologne or bacon soap bacon shampoo no i don't bacon I actually soap don't gives want you to do that pimples. i'm just it's saying bacon scented it wouldn't be made from no, like bacon grease although you probably could get bacon grease like candles i bet that exists if that doesn't exist uh, i'm proud to announce that the newest monday morning monorail product will be bacon grease candles that's gross <laughs> and it would okay so bacon grease only whenever you put fire on it, it only like goes all black smoke everywhere. So yeah. your house would be filled with smoke. It would smell like bacon. Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Do you put fire on the wax of a candle? No, you do not. No. You light the wick. Right. 
right, but and it melts, yeah. but still, all that heat is right there on it. You don't yeah. think it's going to start heating smoking? up the scent of that bacon grease? Oh my god, You're, it will melt. That, yeah, that's not how candles I'm, work. Apparently, the, the wick is the thing that makes the smoke. <laughs> all right, <laughs> you guys go right ahead and make these, you dummies. I just laughed like that. Uh, the dog from uh, Wacky Races. What was the name of the dog? You know what I'm saying? Never mind. Courage. Oh, the one with the goggles on his head? Well, yeah, they all had goggles. They were in a wacky race. Oh, well, yeah, I can't I, remember his I had name. a game based on that on the DS. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was wacky races. It was mm-hmm. a fun game. All right. Let's talk some Disney news, shall we? Yeah. That's why we're... About baking that's candles. why we're here today. <laughs> I'm proud to announce that as of Monday of last week, the Disney Skyliner resumed operation. Yes. Yeah, it is going. Love that thing. There are some occasional closures on separate pieces of the line at different times of day. And that's because they're doing some ongoing training and ongoing maintenance. But apparently Disney revisited the operation of the Skyliner and all of the kind of inner workings, mechanics, all of that with the manufacturer over the last 10 days or so leading to the reopening. People are saying they're rushing it. Here's what I think. I don't think that the failure, the gondola collision, was caused by some massive mechanical problem. I really think it was operator error, in my opinion. Maybe there needs to be more automation in the gondolas or something so that they can self-adjust as they go. I don't know. All I'm saying is I don't think it was like some major problem that had to be mitigated. And I think that it was really a lot of retraining and maybe adding some safety precautions or things. And then it was just like, all right, we should be good now. That's what I think. Yeah. Because one thing, and I've seen other people say this, but it's true. Gondolas like this exist all over the world. Gondola systems. A lot of ski resorts use these kinds of things, very similar to the ones that are at Disney. It's not like this is a brand new technology that was untested and doesn't work and is error prone. It's not error proof, obviously, but it's not something that Disney would have done if they thought that it was going to be like problematic. I think the biggest concern is people being worried about being stuck up there in the heat and not having airflow or being able to get out if something happens. So they'll get over it. Well, it is a risk. I mean, I think uh, what I read was that an individual that was stuck on the gondolas when there was the accident, there was someone who had a, an epileptic episode while they were up there. So, I mean, and that's, that's, that is a problem. That is a serious problem because they were up there for a long time and probably had to wait for, you know, the medical attention that they needed. Here's what I will say. I think there are risk to guests who ride it. If, if you are a person who in the event, the monorail monorail, <laughs> I've did that while we were riding them yeah. in the event, the uh, gondolas get stuck that you need to get out quickly. That's risky for you because obviously you might be there for a little while. So I think it's kind of one of these things where people are just going to have to be selective with whether or not they ride them based on their personal needs. But that's true about attractions in the park. You uh, know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I bet it's a lot more dangerous in your car than it is on a gondola. Yeah. But if, if something Especially happens... if you're driving I-4. Yeah. On 4. If something happens, though, in your car, you can get out usually. Yeah. No. Not if you're driving I-4. Yeah. So, anyway, they're I-4 back running. Crazy. I-4 is crazy. But they're back running, and I'm excited because I will be getting back on the Skyliner very soon. How about so, you? So, I'll get back on, but I think you're about to switch subjects, and I have strong oh. feelings about this. 
about the next thing we're going to talk about or what we were previously talking about? What we're about to talk about. Okay. All right. I don't know what we're about to talk about, so. Mom's, mom is cheating and looking at my notes. Well, why that's, do you get to that's, know everything that we're saying? That's basically aimbot and x-ray on Minecraft right now. You're, you're hacking. You're going to have to get banned. <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about. Yeah. No, I have no idea. <laughs> if um, people don't know what I'm talking about, they're, they're not as epic as I thought. That's true. We know that's true. This next piece of news, though, I'm extremely disappointed about it. Okay. Because. Do you want to say what it is? Sure. You can say what it is. So, Docking Bay 7. In Star the, Wars Galaxy's Edge. In the Galaxy's Edge, yes. They had to change the names of the menu items to be exact, to simplify, to make it exactly what it is. It's not like there wasn't description underneath each one of the items anyways, but apparently guests didn't realize what they were getting. <laughs> and Herons. <sighs> it makes you want to go and just like smack people and be like, come on. Chickens don't live on Batu. <laughs> I want to speak to your manager. Yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. I just think it's silly um, that people can't read the fine print. Yeah. And it's not even that fine. People can't read something that's maybe it's right there. For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's right there, right under the name of the thing. Like, it's obviously not going to be named chicken. Yeah. Because so, it's got. Well, it is now. Yeah, so they changed it, Garrett. So that braised shack roast is now beef pot roast. Really? Yep. That's boring. Smoked cadu ribs are now smoked pork ribs. Why? And then the Endorian tip, yep, salad. Roasted chicken salad. (laughs) Just in case, we didn't want you to be confused and wonder what a tip yep was. Sour Sarlacc is now spicy drink. (laughs) I was actually, I'm glad you said that, because I was thinking, what about in Oga's Cantina? All of those drinks have special names. It's not like vodka cream drink. Like, they all have silly names, and people have to read the description to see what comes in it, or even ask. It's disappointing. I mean, I like the immersion. I like getting things that are named something special to make me feel like I've been transported to another planet. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any problem with the menu, but I've been maybe overly positive about everything I've experienced in Galaxy's Edge based on what I would say is like the general consensus I've heard from other people about like, well, it's frustrating that they call the bathrooms refreshers and things like what? that. Yeah, How is that frustrating? But it is refreshing if you gotta go. (laughs) It's very refreshing. Restrooms, refresh rooms. So, what I would say about this is this was certainly done based on guest satisfaction surveys and feedback they're getting from people. And if it was just a few people complaining, it wouldn't have been changed. It had to have been a big problem, and Disney's addressing the problem. It just. I wanted tippy up, not chicken. Well, maybe we'll just still order it like we used to. Yeah. Yeah. We'll ask for the secret menu. You know what they could have done, though? They could have, on the menus that they hand to people when you walk in the door, why not change the names on that, but up on the sign, just have it like it was? Or they could have one side with the regular. Oh, yeah. um, And then one side with the fun names. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And still leave those descriptions up there, because there's descriptions of what you're about to eat, people. Yeah, it's like really specific about what's in it and what it's going to be like. Yeah. And then... It has a cool name, an immersive name. People just 
look at the name and don't want to read it. That's just like other things. People don't want to do research. They just look at the headline. It is what it is. And basically, Disney serves a very large fan base, and they have to please the majority. You know, maybe, I, I don't know. It's not like we have a sense on the overall population, but maybe we're in the minority of people who thought it was fun to have weird names for food i don't know yeah well and i mean i I still look forward to going back there to eat sure the food won't change hopefully i hope it doesn't yeah because the food's delicious we'll we'll go back there soon and we'll make sure the taste haven't been dumbed down (laughs) like the menu (laughs) okay well as all of you know we're still in the halloween season and something brand new this year that i don't think has ever been done before. Disney's adding some Halloween experiences over to Typhoon Lagoon. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. H- however, in the fall, they're doing stuff to a water park. Because it's be cool. we're in Florida. I mean, yeah, but it got chilly a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah. But people are still going to the water parks, and it'll be open. You know, they keep at least one of the water parks open all year. So, Oh, I want to go to Typhoon Lagoon then. Yeah, we could. do Halloween stuff. Yeah, let's go. We should go check it out. Uh, We won't have a long time to see a lot of this stuff because we've only got a couple weeks left. But here's some of the things that you can find if you go to Typhoon Lagoon um, in the next couple of weeks. First of all, you can actually do some trick-or-treating. Oh. Three candy stops near the front entrance, Singapore Sal's, and Safe Harbor. Uh, There's going to be special ice cream, ice cream cone, Featuring orange Dole Whip soft serve in a sandwich cookie waffle cone with Halloween sprinkles and a white chocolate surfboard. That sounds awesome. It does, but I don't think I've ever had orange Dole Whip. I want orange Dole Whip. It sounds good to me. Yeah. You can... Yeah, me too. You can meet Mickey and Donald in pirate-themed Halloween costumes near the clock tower. That's cool. cool. Apparently, there's going to be a DJ dance party at the clock tower stage near the Typhoon Lagoon surf pool. You can display your artistic abilities by decorating a mini pumpkin. Wow. And then over at Singapore Sal's, there's going to be a jack-o'-lantern contest where you can go and vote for your favorite jack-o'-lantern. I don't think you get to carve one, but there's carvings and then you get to go vote for one. Man, there's not going to be time to do all this stuff. <laughs> I know. Is that five? That's a good point, Garrett. Yeah. Uh, and then they have a few other fall treats that will actually be available all the way through November 23rd, including pumpkin milkshake at Leaning Palms, Pumpkin Cream Cheese Churros at Low Tide Lou's, and Pumpkin Sundays at Happy Landings Ice Cream. The, I think that uh, Pumpkin Cream Cheese Churro sounds pretty good. I would be willing to try that. I'm not so sure I'm in on the pumpkin ice cream thing. I, uh, I don't like pumpkin that much. You do or you don't? I don't. I mean, I like pumpkin, I like, but I like pumpkin bread. Um, what I've discovered... I like pumpkin seeds. What I think I've, I like pumpkin seeds too. Yeah, me what, too. What I think I've discovered about myself is I like subtle pumpkin and pumpkin spice in the things that I'm eating. I do like pumpkin bread. I like pumpkin pie, which I guess kind of goes against that. But pumpkin ice cream is like overly sweet and too much for me because I didn't like that pumpkin pie milkshake that I got from um, uh, Tomorrowland. I can't remember yeah. the name of the place. But what is that place? Uh, cool. No. No? Not that one. Okay. Anti-gravities. Yes. I've never, I don't don't know if I've been there. Well, it's right over, it's kind of next to Mickey Star Traders. It's over there. They have great ice cream there. They do have good ice cream there, but the pumpkin milkshake was just too much. 
But also remember when at Sleepy Hollow we tried that pumpkin sundae with the Mickey waffles because yeah, Kevin yeah. Kevin got that and we got to try it. I didn't and like I didn't the like that. I liked cream. I liked the Mickey waffles. Yeah, the chocolate Mickey waffles were good, but I didn't like those the ice really cream. Good. I like those chocolate. I like the candy corn that was on the ice cream. What did I get there? There was a uh, headless horseman cheesecake. Oh, I remember what I got. I had pieces of waffle with ice cream and fruit on them. Well, I don't think we got that that time. You're talking about no, the... It might have been different. It was a different time that we got that uh, ice cream waffle. Hmm. Ice cream fruit waffle. But this time it was um, those two items, and then you got your Headless Horseman little uh, straw clip that yeah. we broke immediately. That's not that broken. Just a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. So, anyway, that's the thing. I There are some pumpkin things I like, but pumpkin ice cream, pumpkin, especially pumpkin spice and pumpkin ice cream, I don't know. Yeah. That's not for me. I I get that. It's like too much. Mm -hmm. The last thing I wanted to bring up is for a specific reason. At the Germany Pavilion in Epcot, they have brand new Oktoberfest merchandise, which includes those jaunty little alpine hats that you may have seen individuals who are celebrating Oktoberfest and maybe probably wearing lederhosen as well. Ah, yes. And this is going to wear lederhosen. I would. Well, the reason this is important is because we've got a little bet going on, I guess, a little contest going on with the Dillos, and I think Frank might need to be aware where he can purchase some of these accessories because they're going to lose and he's going to be wearing some Lederhosen. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah it's going to be so fun. <laughs> yeah. So, Frank, I, I would, I would love... Like, oh, I don't feel like that's a loss, especially Dr. Doofensmertz would say that's not a loss. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just want Frank to take note of this because he may need to plan out where he's going to purchase some of his fancy accessories to go along with his lederhosen that he'll be wearing at the end of January. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, it's good. Mm, uh, beer, cheese, soup, <laughs> and pretzel roll. Mm. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a great German accent. Thanks. I'm really good at it. Guten Tag. Mickey pretzel. <laughs> All right. That's really all I had for today. Unfortunately, we didn't go to Disney this weekend. Nope. Sad weekend. Okay, well, I think it's time to take a little break. Landon and I have cooked up a monstrous M34D for you today. Whoa. And when we come back at the end, we're going to have a very special announcement about this contest with the Dillos. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the monorail. This is the Disney Deep Dive with the Dawes. And joining me from his luxurious location in Knoxville, Tennessee, is one Landon the Dawes Doan. Landon, welcome back to the monorail, sir. Hi, buddy. But uh, unfortunately, I am coming with some, uh, I don't want to say sad news, but due to uh, some confusion, I'm no longer Landon the Dawes Doan. I am just now middle segment podcast boy because we don't want to confuse any people who might not understand what i am middle segment podcast boy 
Mm-hmm. I like it. Yep. Well, you know what's nice about middle segment podcast, boy? What's is, that? Is that... Uh, now, like, you can't ever leave this domain. If that's your nickname, this is where you have to stay. And so now I know exactly where to find you. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, we're trying to remove any confusion for people that want to order, like, space fried chicken. We don't we don't want you to be confused, all right? It is going to be right here. It is confusing. <laughs> Man, because you brought it up, I, I mean... <laughs> I do have to just say that's extremely disappointing. Though. It is. I mean, this is why we can't have nice things. Like, like fortunately, we were fortunate enough to go on day one, so we were able to see it when it had the – heck, we were able to use the, the metal sporks before they had to take them away because, once yep. again, we can't have nice things. <laughs> People steal them and sell, sell them on eBay. Yeah. Like, you can't figure it out. It's in the description. Yeah, it's all in the description. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry. I know that we want to make everybody happy, and if it was really that big of a problem, I can't imagine that Disney wouldn't have changed it unless there was a lot of noise around it, but it's still disappointing. Oh, well. We're going to get to the matter at hand here, which is our attraction spotlight for M34D today. We are moving right along, and... Coming very close to being current in terms of uh, attraction launch dates um, with things that we're covering. This is uh, an attraction that launched in the early 2000s, I believe. Um, 2007. I I think you're right. I think 2007. So this is one of the newer things in terms of uh, Magic Kingdom attractions. And speaking of being able to make adjustments based on uh, guest feedback, this particular attraction is very agile in terms of being flexible and changeable and that's because it's mostly kind of a live improv show and what are we talking about we're talking about the monsters inc laugh floor that's right it is an actual kind of a comedy club experience that you can get right there in tomorrowland in your magic kingdom i will say we previously on this podcast we talked about a little attraction called the timekeeper which, oh, I remember that. Yeah, was one of my favorite things of Tomorrowland of yesterday. <laughs> That's weird. Tomorrowland of yesterday. Yeah, follow That's that It's not logic. confusing at all. Yeah, mostly because Robin Williams was yeah. such an amazing piece of that attraction. And, and it was fun. I mean, I thought that it did a great job of capturing kind of what Tomorrowland was about, demonstrating future technologies that may or may not ever exist, time travel in particular. Um, and... So I was when when Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor came in, it was kind of like this attraction. No matter how good it is, it's always going to be the attraction that replaced something with Robin Williams in it. Exactly, so. exactly. So for me, I was somewhat hesitant, and then understanding it was a Monsters Inc. thing, I'm like, okay, that's kind of like uh, loosely, I guess we can kind of say Tomorrowland ish because yeah, um, but it, you got to really stretch your imagination. <laughs> Um, if you're going to wrap your head around that, I think, you know, I didn't ex- get to experience it until, um, in 2014, we, we did go and experience the attraction for the first time when the family, uh, took our five year anniversary trip down to the Walt Disney world resort. And, um, I was pleasantly surprised with what I experienced. Now I will say that I guess at this point it's seven years in, they had a chance to kind of adjust and improve based on guest feedback. But I think all in all, it was a much better experience than I expected. I had a really good time, and now I've gone back several times since, and I really do get the appeal of it because it's never the same experience twice. And uh, 
okay, let's say we've done this four times, maybe five at this point. Um, two of those times, either Sam or I were part of the show. So, <laughs> yeah. were either one of you that guy? Uh, I'm happy to say I was that guy the last oh, time we did awesome. this attraction. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, um, so, so you got the sticker and everything? I got the sticker, yeah. In fact, nice. for those on the video, I'll go grab it before we're done, and I'll show you my sticker that says I was that guy. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was a pretty epic moment in my life, uh, pretty proud. I, I assume you've already updated your resume, and that's it's towards the top. Definitely on the resume, yep. I was that guy, 2019. Um. <laughs> Forgive me, because I haven't really done a good job explaining what this attraction actually is. So let me take a step back, and let's do that really quick. It is, a, a, as I said, kind of an improv comedy show that's set in a 400-seat, um, we'll call it a comedy club, theater. Um, the way they have it set up is there's, like, bench seating, and in front of you, you've almost got, like, a very small little bar that has, like, lights on it and stuff. It kind of makes it look like you're sitting at a table. Um which is pretty neat. And it's about a 10, 12 minute show um, set in that same theater where Timekeeper was. So basically kind of, if you can picture across the street from Stitch, which is still closed and, <laughs> and kind of right next to Buzz Lightyear. And um, yeah, it's, it's uh, something that uh, is, I, in my personal opinion, it's, it's, you can walk in at any time. It's, it's a good use of your time. It's a, it's a way just like feel hard magic to kind of come in out of the heat get some AC, get some laughs, and, you know, take take a load off for a little while. So, um. Yeah, I'll echo a lot of what you said. On my last trip down to uh, Walt Disney World, I just happened to find myself in Tomorrowland. It's like, I have, you know, some time in between fast passes, and I've never experienced this, so it's hot, I'm tired, let's go in here and chill out for a little bit. And I went in with low to no expectations and i was i was pleasantly surprised with with this it's it was a funny show yeah it's good and and i was i was very impressed with the way because during this show the monsters on stage actually do interact with the audience like you kind of uh alluded to a little bit ago saying mm -hmm. both you and sam have participated in the show they play off the audience that's given to them so i remember when I went and saw it. There was a little girl in the front row. So the first joke was, you know, they keyed in on the little girl and asked her questions. And that was fun. Then the next question, they went to some lady who just could not keep it together at all. Was laughing, giggling hysterically, couldn't answer questions. So the performers had to play off the fact that this lady was was funnier than any punchline <laughs> that they were going to say. And I thought it was I thought it was a very well done show. I had yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. I think some people might feel some anxiety around the the idea that if you go to this show, it's possible that you're going to be up on screen and get spoken to. And um, yeah, and I would say I, I think that's that's okay. I mean, I, I do get that because you know you're like, oh, I, I won't know what to say. I don't I don't want to you know I don't want the spotlight on me. I don't want the pressure. You don't want to perform. I don't want to perform. But I do think that as you mentioned, like the the comedy actors on stage do a very good job of they make it nice and easy for you and 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 they're you know let them make it funny you just you're there to have fun you know just relax it'll all be good i i get that though like i can get that feeling of oh i don't want to be up on the screen and i don't want them talking to me um but well if you do still want to interact with the show and you don't want to run that risk of you know being brought on screen or whatever mm -hmm. 
pay attention during the queue because at one point on the screen they'll put up a number that says you can text in a joke mm -hmm. to this number and there's a chance that they'll use your joke in the show and they'll even give you a shout out so if you do want to participate but you don't want to fully participate yeah. keep an eye out for that yeah it's Which true. I, think, I think that's cool it is that's cool a piece of technology yeah it's awesome that they do that and uh um i've We've certainly texted in jokes. I don't think we've had a joke selected. Uh, I can't remember that we have, but it is pretty nice. And and for the people, I know that's a big thrill. You know, a lot of little kids are like, oh, I want to text in a joke, you know, and they'll get their jokes read and then everybody gets to, oh, that was your joke. You know, it's a good time. That's a yeah. good time. They'll remember, keep it PG. They they responded back to me and said, we give you one F word, not seven. PG, <laughs> so. y'all. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that I did want to explain was the whole idea of this comedy club in story is that as we learned by watching the movie Monsters, Inc., the laughter of children actually generates a lot more power for Monstropolis than the screams. And so Mike Wazowski had this idea to open this club to generate laughter so that basically, it, you know, they're bringing in people. It's kind of like uh, you're helping them generate the the power for the for Monstropolis. And when one of the things that I didn't even really think about because I was wondering how is it that we end up in Monstropolis um, to be part of this show? Well, as you step into the theater, you're kind of stepping through the door into Monstropolis, and so they've they've created like little portals for you to step in and then step out once you come out of the theater. So. So that's kind of how you get there. Um, it's basically like a little uh, pathway out of Tomorrowland into, into Monstropolis, and then you're back to Tomorrowland on the other side. Um, one of the new things that they've added for this year is they've actually started opening Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor at, with kind of a, I don't want to say an overlay, but they do a little twist on the show for the not-so-scary party. Um, and when... Uh, Samantha and the kids and I went to the Not So Scary Party this last time. We actually did go through because not only do they have the show kind of constantly running and you can come in, sit down, hang out as long as you want, but also there's a treat trail in there. Ooh, nice. Yeah, which is a little, it's a little awkward the way they do it. I don't know if they'll adjust this in the future, but the way it is right now is you actually get, um, you, you get your candy bags out, get candy as you're like walking into the theater and then you, if you don't want to come in and sit down, you actually have to just kind of walk in front of the crowd that's there hanging out watching the show. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that that could be a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> and, then, and then on the way out, there's another treat stop. So you actually get two treat stops, uh, one on the front end and one on the back end. Um, but what we saw was basically the show is pretty much like just a constantly running like crowd work and they just have different um, scare actors come up and talk to the crowd for a little while. They, they comment on all the costumes cause a lot of people are in costume at the show. Um, and it's, it, it's funny and it, it would be a good way to like, if you just kind of wanted to sit down and take and, uh, you know, not have to worry about like moving on, maybe eat some of your candy. Um, you could hang out there for a little while. So that was pretty neat. I like that they did that. That is cool. I, I didn't get a chance to uh, check it out when I went to Not So Scary, but I do like the fact that they are doing – I know you didn't want to use the term overlay, mm -hmm. for, but for the lack of a better term, I like the fact that they are doing more and more of that, and, yeah. and this is a new addition this year. Yeah, basically giving us like just a little twist on the attractions that we know and love just specifically for the Not So Scary Party. That's nice. It to me, that adds value to your ticket, right? So <laughs> It really does. Uh, so value-wise, would you say that it was 
a positive experience because like like on the not so scary rides like i went on pirates it's like okay yeah that was that was cool there was like one or two guys that kind of blended into the background and then, then on the flip side there was space mountain where it's like yeah we're just turning the lights out Ooh, spooky where it's like i didn't i didn't feel like that added anything so in your opinion thumbs up or thumbs down on the halloween stuff when it comes to monsters uh monster inc laugh before no i think it's good i i do i i would give it a thumbs up um because you're getting, you can get the same kind of show that you expect. It's a little bit twisted to be um, more specifically about like some Halloween kind of themed jokes. You've got the candy going on there. You can come and go as you want. So I think it works well. But okay. I mean, I guess I have a little different opinion. I like riding Space Mountain with the lights off and the spooky soundtrack. I think it's, <laughs> I think that's a cool experience. Um, See, I, I I understand that, but it, but for me. Whenever I get on Space Mountain with the lights on, my body hurts just because I'm so tensed up all the time that I'm afraid I'm going to get decapitated. Yeah. And that's even more so in the dark. And, and it's like, ah, scary scouts. Ah. It's like, oh, my God. It's like, I was so happy to get off that ride when I did. It's like, ow, oh, my everything hurts. That's really funny. <laughs> I'm getting old is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens to the best of us. And me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just want to circle back to the this whole idea of uh, that guy. One of the things that you're going to see um, as part of the Monsters Inc. Laugh for, Floor Show is that they do kind of have these these running gags that they'll do show to show, and and one of them in particular is they always select someone in the crowd to be that guy. And basically, that guy gets to be the punchline of several jokes throughout the <laughs> yep. show. Um, and they do different things with it, but uh, but usually it's tied into you know something that they've said before, and then they're like, that guy knows what I'm talking about, or you know, just something else. And then they throw that guy up on the screen. Yeah, and there you are. Surprise, you're on the screen again. <laughs> um, so it's, it's kind of funny because... Uh, yeah, I think this is a goal a lot of people have when they when they go they take their kids or they go themselves to go watch Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. And I even heard um, there were some people who were irritated as we were walking out the the time that I was selected as that guy because they were like, "What?" Because I was sitting kind of in the middle of the theater, and they were like, "What? That guy's always somebody selected from the front row. I was up on the front row. How did I not get picked?" And they were like complaining on the way out. <laughs> Loud enough. They got salty because yeah. they didn't get randomly selected. Yes. Loud oh, enough for me to hear it. It was obvious that they wanted me to hear. They were frustrated that I got it and they didn't. And I just That'd be like getting off a of Star Tour screaming, man, I really wanted to be the rebel spy and just make eye contact yeah. with the <laughs> with the kid normally that got to be the rebel yeah. spy. <laughs> I know. So I, know I was going to say. say that's ridiculous, but. It really shouldn't be that surprising. People get upset over the weirdest stuff these days. Yeah, they really do. But uh, in particular, this person was was pretty irritated with me. So I don't know what to say. Um, Jeez, you don't want to be that guy. <laughs> or, or I guess you do want to be that guy. I don't know. Yeah. Just be aware. It may put a target on your back for the rest of <laughs> yeah. the night. Who to noon. Who to noon. I guess you could keep going in, you know. It's, that is true. <laughs> because most times you're not going to have to wait more than a show in order, like more than the length of one show to get in and watch this show. <laughs> it's not like they've got lines out the door where you're going to have to wait multiple cycles. You can fast pass plus this, not that you need to, but you Yeah, I was going to say, but you don't need to. The, you know, there are some other attractions where you can fast pass plus that may not have long lines. And even so, I'd say, I mean, if you can get it and, you know, you're staying, save yourself 10 minutes, get a fast pass plus and, and do it. This one, 
there is no reason to because more than likely you get a fast pass plus you're going in the same theater with the people who were in standby it's it's not yep. gonna it's not gonna make any difference uh, whatsoever so so this one I would honestly say not necessary yeah use your fast pass for something you actually need to use it on. yeah like even I would even recommend you getting one for magic carpets of Aladdin over this one or no not Phil Har magic either because I don't think it's again you get a fast pass, I think, for Philhar Magic, right? But I do you need it? No, you're you're going like it's a, it hold it's a the theater holds a lot of people. Probably. Yeah, didn't you say at the, at the top of the segment like 400 people can fit in this theater? Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, you can get a fast pass for it, but you're I'm not going to say you're never ever, but you're probably not going to run into a queue of like 450 people where it's like, well, crap, I should have gotten a fast yeah. pass. Yeah, no, it's. While I do think the theater stays moderately full, like with each show, it kind of just fills up as the doors open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's yeah, just, this isn't a capacity attraction, is yeah. what we're trying to tell you. If if you were there on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, maybe I don't know, but um, or okay, if you're there on some of the most busiest days of the year, then you probably need one. But then again, we can say that for pretty for much everything. every attraction. Yeah. yeah, absolutely everything. So yeah, yeah, but. All in all, I do think it's a fun experience. I like the fact we didn't even really mention the fact that uh, Mike Wazowski is kind of your MC, so you you get to see one of the stars of the show of the movie that you know. Roz about. and Roz is there. Oh right? yeah, Mike's there too. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Roz is there, kind of keeping Mike in line, of course, and and then Mike is on stage telling a few jokes, introducing the acts as they come up. Um, I guess the monsters that you see rotate. Um, I. I think I don't know if there's any that you'd see every single time. Maybe doesn't Mike have like a nephew that goes up there? That's like a yeah, a small yeah. orange mm-hmm. version of Mike. Kind of that one might yeah. be every time. I'm not sure. Um, but either way, you're going to get three different acts, different monsters, and um, the, because of the nature of the interactivity of the show and the changing of whoever your monster comedians are, different every single time. I definitely think. It's it's a good time, and you should try it out. I think Landon Landon can testify to that because up until this this last time that he did it, you were always on the on the side of the of the group that would say, ah, this seems like a waste of time. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend any time in there. But I th- I feel like you definitely changed your tone after you experienced it once. So yeah, a thousand percent. I I said earlier I went in with uh, low to no expectations and came out as like that was a lot of fun yeah. and it's something I'm going to do the next time I'm down there. Yeah, it's a fun attraction. And I mean, like we said, it's not something that you need to plan in your day or you know get that fast pass for or you're going to wait 50 minutes to get in. This is this is an attraction that you can just be like very spur of the moment. Okay, let's do this. All right. I think we're good with Monsters, Inc. Landon, anything else you wanted to add, or, or do you feel like we covered it? Um, the one joke I wanted to shoehorn in here uh, into this segment was uh, you might as well call us the Tom Modette of the Monsters, Inc. universe, because with our laughter, we'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> Great. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad we squeezed that in. Yep. Totally worth it. <laughs> 
With that kind of quality uh, content, I know that people are going to want to know where they can find you on the internet, Landon. So let's. Let oh yeah, them know. Uh-huh. yeah. If you want more of that, come follow me on Twitter. Uh, L A N D O Z. Please go follow me, Landon Don. I'm the best, Landon Don. Not the rest. Kind of off key on that one. Now that you can follow me on Twitter, 280 uh, 280 characters at a time. I also on a website, buttmunchchips.com. Buttmunchchips. Sit on your button, munch. Waka waka. That's where you can find podcasts such as Game of Thrones Talk, a.k.a. Got Talk, uh, the R&D Project, Near Fall Radio, if you're a fan of the Sweet Science of Professional Wrestling. But in lieu of that, I invite you to go to the iTunes store and search for all three of those things because all three of those podcasts are available in the iTunes store. So be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Remember, five stars or GTFO. And I'm also on the Phil Show on News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station here in Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday. Also streaming worldwide at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the News Talk app and the iHeartRadio app available in the iTunes and Google Play stores. That's right. Yeah. Available everywhere. Fine podcasts are found. We're like the Tom Modet of podcasting. We'll leave the light on for you. I don't think you're saying his last name right, but that's okay. We're, we're oh. putting a monster spin on it. <laughs> yeah. I was so, really pleased with myself on that one. I did recover my uh, That Guy sticker. So now for those of you who are joining us on YouTube, where you can get these videos and see our beautiful mugs, here it comes. Oh, it's backwards. <laughs> well, no, it, it, it's backwards for you, but... Back up a little bit. It's not focusing. Very no, good. it's not focused. But I can definitely see I was that guy at Monsters Inc. Lab floor. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't like put that on, on like a plaque or something or, or put it in hard uh, hard plastic to protect it. I almost lost it. So the day this happened was the, yeah the day this happened was the day that we had our um, be our guest reservations for dinner, and so we went to the restaurant. We sat down, had our meal getting up to walk out and I because I know I forget things everywhere I go I always do my stupidity check of all right keys phone wallet head See I just call that a three point check I don't I don't insult myself You know I do all that reach into my pockets and I was like wait a minute something is missing I had walked out of the room the uh, west wing where we were dining came back in and this sticker was on the floor underneath my chair it had fallen out of my pocket so Oh my god I know and it's not like I would have been able to get this from Lost and Found. Nope. So. so if you end up being that guy, don't be that guy and lose your that guy <laughs> sticker. Yeah. It's such a that guy move, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. All right. Landon, thank you so much for joining us once again on M34D. Next week, you're going to be joining us, but it's going to be a very special episode of M34D because M34D is taking over the monorail. Yeah, exactly. Right after I give myself the name of middle segment <laughs> podcast. That's right. Point. You can only be part of the middle section of that episode. <laughs> uh, talk about your poor plans. But it's going to be great stuff. So start getting ready. Get your bellhop outfit. I expect you to be in uniform next week. Maybe make some reservations. You know, I ask for an early check-in yeah. or a late check-out. I don't know. And we hope you all drop in to hang out with us for that episode. So until then... Landon, see you next week. All right, sounds good.
Welcome back to the monorail. Hope you enjoyed M34D today. What were we talking about? We were talking about Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. And, oh. and you know, Landon's opinion on that has totally changed because he used to say it was like a waste of time. He was never going to go. Yeah. He went on his most recent trip. He really liked it. Yeah, because you were that guy. Well, I was going to say, he hasn't been that guy yet. I was that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was quite an honor. Mm-hmm. Quite an honor indeed. Um, ladies and gentlemen, last week, if you listened to the podcast, you may have heard that we issued a challenge to our good friends, Frank and Jen, over at Dillo's Diz, Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. Uh, and what we thought to be a very fair scenario, right? Like, yeah. it's it's all for fundraising. and Makes sense. Yeah, and, and it brings back the Lederhosen concept that none right. of us really wanted to let go of because... At the end of the day, what do the people want? They want Frank and Lederhosen. That's well, what they want. That's how I fall asleep at night. I um, Instead of <laughs> count sheep, I count Franks and Lederhosen driving, yeah. jumping, around, jumping around. And I'm like, there's one Frank, two Frank. Listening to polka music. And, it's all good. Yeah. And it's going to be hilarious. Yeah, it when will we win, be. When we win. So we thought, you know, it's what's fair is fair. If, if we lose, we'll also wear the Lederhosen and we'll yeah. walk around. But again, we maybe showed our cards a little too early because I'm, we did say that we would be probably okay doing that yeah maybe that wasn't the best idea i would dress up like a jack-o'-lantern around epcot i don't care (laughs) what's a jack-o'-lantern you know the the cut out pumpkin (laughs) okay (laughs) that's an interesting pronunciation is that german how do you pronounce that (laughs) i don't know um (laughs) (laughs) jack-o'-lantern is it a lantern extra extra syllable in there i think (laughs) Whatever. That's okay. It's a Tennessee thing. <laughs> you haven't lost it yet. I still don't know how to say it right. <laughs> no worries. Well, if you listen to our podcast and then you, I know you were like me, you wanted to hear the response. Yeah. So you probably tuned into Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. I hope you did. If you didn't, stop right now. Stop what you're doing. Go back and listen to that podcast. Mm-hmm. Then come back. Just hit pause. Come back. And now you're going to hear the response. Because here's the deal. Frank counter-challenged. Did you hear this? You're going to have to finish how you say jack-o'-lantern before I can move forward. Jack-o'-lantern. I said that. No, you're saying jack-o'-lantern, like you're you're flipping okay, well, the R and the... Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway, are you with me now? Yep. You know that Frank issued a counter-challenge? Did you I hear did. it? I did. I did. Okay. And how did you feel about this counter-challenge? Well, first of all, should I say what it is? Go ahead. Because I don't know if you can get through it without getting super angry. Basically, what Frank said was, if we are the losing team, which we won't be, don't worry. Because no. everybody, even Mm-mm. even people who are hardcore fans of the Dillos, they want Frank and Lederhosen, right? Yeah. They're yeah. going to donate to us. Oh, my gosh. This is yeah. going to be hilarious. That's what's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. But if we, if we lose, small chance, but if it happens, then you and I have to create a video that highlights the shade of... Hashtag always FGM. And you have to issue an official apology for saying that there's no shade. Well, see, Mama ain't na- raised no liar. Yeah. And, and so how am I going to do this? And I, I really thought about it. And I used the Tennessee thing for a I moment there. And uh, so I was thinking about it. I was like, gosh, Jesus will strike me down if I walk around um Hollywood Studios, hashtag always MGM, declaring shade uh, over tiny squares of little bits of shade that would cover maybe an eyeball. Mm. Um, And so I was thinking, like, how is it going to happen? But it's okay Okay. because 
I won't have to apologize too often because there's no shade <laughs> in Hollywood studios. Hashtag always MGM. Hmm. So like I can walk around for quite a while without having to declare another apology, which would be a total lie. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something oh. about how it's what? going to go, Samantha Monorail. What is happening? Why? What? Who? Who is breaking into the line? I have to take line? a moment. I'm just saying right here, right now, you're going to take us on a nice little journey all throughout the day. You can have a little <laughs> nice little drink in your hand the whole time. And as soon as you see a little bit of darkness casting over and shadow, as it were, you're going to stand right in that spot. You're going to say, hey, Frank, hey, Jen, I'm so sorry that I said all this about Hashtag always MGM for months on end. Mm -mm. You were right. I was wrong. Please forgive me. I have never felt this foolish except for that one time I said Jack O'Lantern. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, now now I know for sure. I, I, I had a thought and and I wondered if maybe I was correct that this could be the voice of one Frank Cardillo. It had to be that you're saying such terrible things about Always MGM. Somehow you summoned him into this podcast. And was I right? I think I heard Jen too. Is Jen here? I, I just can't control my laughter. Oh my god! <laughs> I just can't help it. I mean, Sam, and listen, you're talking to two New Yorkers. You know we're gonna like butcher every word we can whenever we get a chance. So it, it's all we're all we're all together in this. Vows go really long in Tennessee, apparently. Vows, vows, vows. Yeah. Hey, Monorail family. Hey, hey guys. Hey, guys. Oh, Listen, so I feel like this has become a bit of a competition between Sam and Frank and Justin and I at this point are we're, just going to see bystanders. We're on the sidelines. <laughs> when I say bystanders, see, I, I'm not speaking correctly. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. But you know what, Jen? I, I agree with you, but I think yeah. this is something that's been kind of building up for a while. There's been a low-key rivalry, and I don't even know if it's been low-key, but there's definitely <laughs> been a rivalry that's been building up between yes. Frank and, and Sam for yeah. quite a while. And I and I just felt like, I you know, I got to get out of this storm. I don't want to yeah. be a casualty of war, so I'm okay with no, this. Well, yeah, and I'm going to give you the origin story of it right here, right now. Because I don't know if you guys, especially on your podcast, you really know the reason why this rivalry exists. Here it comes. Oh, I know. So, <laughs> Sam, tell me why. You tell me why. Because you are an old curmudgeon. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, it is October, guys. And he just, it goes to a whole other level this month. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> Now, here's the thing. We were leaving Trader Sam's back in March. Mm -hmm. And the next day, I was going to a spring training baseball game with my father. And Sam is giving me the what for. Because I won't get go and hang out with her at where? Hashtag always MGM. <laughs> so I feel like... She went, she was still mad at me about not going with her, and lo and behold, this whole manifested idea mm. of there being no shade at MGM. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Curious timing, to say the least. That's yeah, interesting. I think that day I walked around and Ali hung out with me, and not <laughs> Frank. And that day I was walking around, I was like, God, it's so hot out here. Where's the shade? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, interesting, interesting. So it sounds like Frank is really saying that this this heated rivalry is really kind of coming from you. Like, what do you think it's about that? It's your fault. <laughs> and I, I, I kind of place it back on the old grumpy guy. Huh? So, yeah. Okay. I mean, I didn't. Who's thing, to say? Here's here's how you know it wasn't me. I didn't even know there was a rivalry started until <laughs> <laughs> like the last couple months. <laughs> and yeah. then well. one day I was listening to the Dillo's Diz and Improvisers Guide Network, and uh, <laughs> and there's Jesse, many titles, Sam. So. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. And then I hear him call me a pot stirrer, and I was like, "What did I do?" <laughs> and all it but was, you remember that? He told you that. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Oh, it's just because he's old." Mm. Yeah, they, he doesn't yeah. understand. You know, you get to that age and you just stop understanding. <laughs> yeah, the way people joke and are fun mm-hmm. and lighthearted and you know, not big stress balls going through the day, getting angry at everything. He doesn't <laughs> right. really. Right. He doesn't get it. Yeah, and and yeah. later that day, whenever I was like taking off my clothes, I was wringing them out because there was no shade in Hollywood <laughs> Studios. <laughs> so sweaty. Oh my god. So, so I accept your challenge, by the way. Oh, oh, there it is. There it is. Because I will only apologize in the very beginning and then maybe twice because there's a tiny bit of shade here and there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. you're you're saying it's going to be a very short video. It will be extreme. Actually, it's going to be really long because the whole time I'm going to shake my booty where it's hot out there <laughs> and say, there's no shade here either. <laughs> All right. All right. I love it. All right. So I think that makes it official. And with all of us here at one yeah. time, no more, you know, passing messages back and forth and waiting for responses. I think that we can all just kind of put our virtual hands in the middle and say, it's on. It's it, on. It's on. It's on. It's official. It's happening. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, we need your help. We are going to be launching a campaign. And I don't think we've officially decided but we've got a little bit of time on what the charity is going to be. Um, we, we're still talking about that. We're working out the details. But we are going to launch a fundraiser starting at the beginning of November. And are we good with going through end of December? Is that cool? Yeah, sure. I think that works. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because yeah. that'll, that'll work out nicely. And I feel like I know we're planning a switcheroo skidoo coming up for November. I think we ought to do one right after the end of the charity event as well, right at the yeah. end of the awesome. fundraising. Sure. So we yep. can officially kind of sign the, sign the contract for how we're going to execute the uh, payment of debt at that point (laughs) for the losing team. Um, But yeah, so we'll have to do that too. And um, we'll, you know, we're going to share the links. We'll be talking about it, of course, but make sure scrape those pennies, go through your couch, look in your car, shake your kid, hold your kids by their feet and shake the change, the lunch money out of their pockets. Where's my money? And then convert that to virtual currency and send it to the charities that we are going to be giving. And I think, I mean, I, I know, I don't know if you guys have some ideas, but I mean, Give Kids the World is pretty good. I know we were talking about Make-A-Wish. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the idea being that we'd like to do something um, that will impact kids who maybe are disadvantaged in one way or another and help them get to Walt Disney World, right? Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah. That, is what, that is what we're on board for. Yes. yes. Very, very good. And then... If you want to see, you know, the culmination of all of this, 
I don't know if you're if you're around the, the Disney, Walt Disney World Resort in January, you may you may get a show, and everybody's going to want their picture with Frank and Lederhosen. So, well, that's that. Hey, listen, I, I might have to get a branded Lederhosen. You know, we talked about uh, <laughs> Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and all our branded uh, <laughs> t-shirts. So it might yeah. be time to have branded Lederhosen. But I mean, we're going to win, so it's not going to matter. Mm, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, as, well, I kind of like the idea of the branded Lederhosen. I, I like that too. <laughs> See. Now Jen's on board with us. <laughs> Maybe like cargo pockets in the leader. Oh my goodness. It'd be a whole thing. Oh. Hey guys, we're at the competition. We have to raise money. All right. Right. <laughs> right. We need to do a separate Kickstarter for the branded cargo <laughs> short leader. Exactly. I'm going to pass out flyers at work and be like, please support oh, this are you charity. I'm calling everybody I've ever known. <laughs> I, I don't care. When I was a kid in like elementary school, middle school, doing all those fundraisers, I've never, I'm never, I will have never worked as hard as I will for this fundraiser <laughs> yeah. to make sure that Frank is in Lederhosen. And, you know, we haven't really talked with Drunk Stormtrooper about this, but you know he's going to be on board. And by the way, you know it. he is being completely honest when he says he has never worked this hard. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I'm on well, I, I, I think that's obviously it would for you guys, not for us. A perk of the whole situation would be if Drunk Stormtrooper did join me, whether or not you know he's going to be in town or whatever it is, because he thinks that I leave when he shows up. Right. I <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him skip. And, and leave if I showed up. Oh, in- oh, oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. But I mean, you it's guys not- are the same person. So. Right. <laughs> Summer starting. I, I actually think that if we ha- have a little chat with Drunk Stormtrooper and tell him that this is going to be the way he can lock down a face to face with Frank. <laughs> are you kidding me? This guy is in Disney every weekend. Just just well, reroute just say, some just of those funds. Yeah, isn't he there now? <laughs> yeah, yes. you're not there now with him. <laughs> he is here. <laughs> he, is. he is, but you know, just skip a couple weekend trips. We're gonna win. Bottom line. Basically, the, the, the cards are stacked against us. We're really gonna have to. We got. We got from underneath. What are you doing? What are you doing? First of all, get in the gate. What are, you, are, you, are you already quitting? I know one it's your second, birthday month. I know you're angry. Them. You need to get it together. We do get it together. We're, we're, we're dividing them. This, this is what we need to what do. What was I doing all week? I'm like, what about this? What if we do this? And you're like, I don't know, because <laughs> you are angry and it's your birthday month. Get it together. Get in the game. We got to do this. But then but, you're talking to them about putting cargo pockets on the It's an adorable idea, and we have to do that. But that's a later time. <laughs> that, that's that it's would be not when we win the competition. No, it's that it's a separate conversation. I was just pointing out that it would be a nice addition. <laughs> it's a separate conversation, though, because we're winning this. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! This I'm is going to be a exciting event it's going to be a very fun couple of months and i mean i'm i am like anxious i wish we could just get started right now yeah Want to start it right now yeah i can't wait maybe we I can't will wait. No, just kidding no we have to start no. at the beginning of november we will we have to be fair let's be fair i don't want to see your candy bar handouts at work with today's date right. on it no no ringing a bell with a bucket outside <laughs> your job oh, oh. I'm going to put the kids next to the bucket and they'll be like, Lisa, can you please donate a dollar? <laughs> and somehow a- they're from, from, uh, what's. I don't know. That's what I was about to ask you. Where's that accent from? It's like a hybrid of redneck European. 
something. <laughs> we just watched Harry Potter, so yeah. maybe it was a little bit of that sneaking in. Yeah, but it, sure. but it still had the twang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little twang in Harry Potter's all right. Love it. Uh, we know that Sam is just nervous about having to apologize to us about the lack, you know, all, all the shade and, the, you know, all the nice places you can go to get a cool breeze at hashtag always MGM. So we know, we understand this you is why you're struggling a little bit tonight. Today. You feeling nervous? I mean, I wish I was, but I, I just don't. Because, <laughs> yeah. cause, by the way, I'm a winner. Um, and... <laughs> Right. <laughs> so it's actually this really amazing combination. You should try it sometime. Um, I'm just saying. But but let me tell you let me tell you you would get tired of all the winning. You really would. <laughs> I, I just I'm hey. in an awkward position. I mean, this whole thing over the last few months where you guys are just back and forth, it's my best friend and my brother, and I just I never I never know really what to do or what to say and I just I just want it to end. So maybe after all this, maybe we can come together and just make you guys friends again. Yeah, I, mean, I promise yeah. to hug Frank when he's running around <laughs> up cotton his leader husband. Well, Sam, Justin told me how you lost your fantasy football league last year, so I hope your quarterback doesn't get injured here late in the game. (laughs) All I could do is make the situation the same as it is right now, which is terrible. (laughs) The worst part was she lost to our good friend, Cousin Kevin. I don't know if we ever said that. He's the one that won the championship, and he hasn't let her hear the end of it. So. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> be, it'll be sad if it suffers the same fate for you. This time. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Defeat. Okay. But I, so I may not be winning in fantasy, but I'm going to win in real life. Yeah. Oh, Boom. that's a, that's a closing shot. That was, right that was a mic drop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, so, yeah. while we have you guys for a second, let's yeah. hype up the little switcheroo skidoo part two. Yeah. Hashtag mm-hmm. save the Muppets style. So I don't know if we want to share all the details. Maybe that's some, we can keep some of that as a little bit of a teaser, but can we just say, and if not, I'll cut this out if you guys don't want me to say anything. (laughs) No, it's totally fine. I I think there's a lot to cover because I feel like the Muppets are in complete disarray this month. And maybe it's just because it's my birthday month. So it's accentuated (laughs) a little bit more here. You know, the the Liberty Square show went away. You know, all these TV deals are falling apart with Josh Gad. It's it's a big mess. And and did you see? I don't. I, don't, I haven't heard you guys talk about it. This uh, Facebook portal commercial with the Muppets. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What? What's? I know. I'm the same way. I see it. and I'm like, what is going on? I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. bizarre. Just selling them off. That's yeah. What they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Google's taking over the Muppets. I don't know. No, uh, it's Facebook. Is it Facebook? It's yeah, Facebook it's Facebook Where portal. Miss You're right. Has a wolf face. Oh and yeah, she's scaring the little piggies. That's right. Well, see, and it is. It's a confusing I've seen commercial. I've seen it, and but I guess maybe it messes with my emotions so much that I can't even focus on what the brand is because I hear them playing the "It's time to meet the Muppets," you know, and mm-hmm. and they've got the these nice little moments with Fozzie and his mom and Kermit and Piggy, and I'm like, what is happening? What's going on? What are you doing? Yep. Is it a show? What's happening? <laughs> it's not a show. Nope, we're just selling selling, selling me stuff something. we don't need in our life. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, sell me another Muppet show. That's what I want to pay for. That's what we want. Yeah, mm-hmm. Disney Plus. We're looking at you. That's right. So, I think 
basically what you can look forward to in Switcheroo Skidoo Part 2 is a lot more of this conversation. (laughs) A lot more anger about where the Muppets are going. Yeah. Where they need to be. I think that if Disney wants to hashtag save the Muppets, they Mm -hmm. should do the Muppets remake Star Wars. The Muppets remake. So, uh, yeah. But what about not do that? (laughs) Um... It would be funny if Miss P was like. You just keep trying to mess with me on this. (laughs) You know that you're pushing my button. I'm okay with a rocky horror. That was like I don't. I just don't want to address this right Mm -hmm. now. (laughs) I don't know. Honestly. over by Muppet Vision, though, I think you, you'll find a lot of shade when you're seeing that video. Just so you know. It's not much. It's only a cave for a moment, and then it's really hot and uncovered everywhere. I'm just sitting here thinking about what I would do if I was watching Rise of Skywalker, and all of a sudden, like, they're in a cantina and, like, Fozzie's in the corner or something. That I think be, I would have a meltdown. I would die laughing. That would be hilarious. It would ruin everything. Oh my god! It would make everything so much better. I would return my I would return my Savvy's Workshop lightsaber. Oh, oh my gosh! Significant. So many things could happen in our future if this were to come true. <laughs> ah. I shouldn't have brought it up. Savvy's Workshop changes. Oh my no, gosh! Thanks. Oh yeah, Kermit's the host. <laughs> Hi, okay. green kyber kiss crystal, something else. Yeah. <laughs> only only green kyber crystals with Kermit for sure. <laughs> you know. All right, guys. Well, we're doing this late on a Sunday, so I don't want to keep everybody too late. Well, we could keep going. You know, we could. But <laughs> well, I know it's past Jen's bedtime. It's past Sam's too. It is. Yeah. So. Let's wrap this up for now, but it was great catching up with you guys. Thanks so much for hacking into our podcast this evening. (laughs) I still don't know. I still know how you did it. That's impressive. Take over. Yeah, what we do. But it is—it's great. It's been too long since we've had you guys on, and we're so looking forward to. How is it? Say it. Switch. How say? How do you say it? Switcheroo skidoo. Oh, you nailed it that time. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but how do you say the carved out pumpkin with a candle on it? Uh, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> if you rewind to earlier in the podcast, you'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Switcheroo skidoo part two, hashtag save the Muppets edition, coming very soon. <laughs> Stay tuned to your local podcast feeds and your grocer's freezer. and also tune in to theme park thursday with dillo's diz you will hear frank you will hear jen you will hear them talk about how they can't find the fact checker mel dell and (laughs) all of the very amazing stuff they've got for you and i will say it will be the episode before my birthday so i'm sure i'll be on fire yeah, that's right. this is gonna be a hot one hold on we have to do the right sign off for them okay she is Jen. He is Frank. And they are Theme Park Thursday with oh Dillo's Diz. Yeah. I remember. Wait. Oh, you, you, you shouldn't have cut it up because you could have done Jen's sign off for her. Oh. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank goes, Love it. Oh, bye bye. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to talk to you guys very soon. You all have a great night. Me too. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. We are going to be right back here next week. Until then, we hope you have a magical week. Make sure you talk to us on all the socials. We're at Morning Monorail on Twitter. We're Monday Morning Monorail everywhere else. We have a website, Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. But you're, you're throwing me off. What's happening? What are you you're doing? You're not letting them do they, theirs. We did it. We did it. But we did it for them. They got some social media. They want people to follow. Them. Do we have to? Do we have to bust back into this place. What do we have to do here? Are we back in on the podcast? I cut them off. I, I excused them. But that's not how it works. You have to let them give their sign offs. We did it. Oh, that was the joke. Uh, they okay. busted in. We did the sign offs. Continue. What do you Should want me to stay? do here? Do you want us to exit? No. I don't know. We, to, we can, we can, we, whichever you need to do. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> We're sorry. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. I'm Frank. And I'm Jen. Together, we are the sibling duo behind Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. A food to all theme parks, but mostly Walt Disney World. Or two Disney kids growing old. But never as old as you. Old. Each week, we explore the nostalgia, the tradition, the magic, and the memories through a thousand points of improvised dialogue. And one thousand tangents. Uh, what kind of tangents? Hallmark movies. True. Beverly Hills 90210. Right. Saved by the Bell. Uh, Home Alone. And anything before the year 1992. Hey, the year I graduated high school. It's Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, Google Play, and more. Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz on the Improviser's Guide Network. The number you have dialed has been changed. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all.